Hi, my lovely fellow beings. Welcome to the Moments with Chrissy podcast. Here we will explore ideas and perspectives on lifestyle, culture, and relationships, moment by moment. I'm very excited and lucky to have you by my side in this journey we call life. Hi everyone, happy Friday. I hope that wherever you are, that you are staying healthy and staying safe. I know that some of you may be struggling right now, whether that is with your situation or with your life circumstance or with the news that you're hearing about many things in the world and I hope that you're taking it in slowly and gradually and not overwhelming yourself. There's one thing that is weighing on me right now and it's the COVID situation that's going on in India. We may have seen this and heard this in the news and it's very tragic and very unfortunate i myself have talked to some people i know who are living there and it's crazy it's it's their reality right now and the case is jumping 10 times more than the daily cases is jumping up has jumped up 10 times more than what it was and Family members are being impacted. They themselves have gotten COVID and have recovered, thankfully. But it really is not... It. I don't even have the words to explain it because I don't know, right? I don't know how it feels like to be there in that situation. But I'm saying this so that we are all able to keep them... And everyone, of course, but specifically keep the people who are currently living in that circumstance right now in our thoughts. And if you're religious or if you pray in our prayers as well, they need that. More importantly, I myself have doing have been doing some research on some GoFundMe pages that I could donate to. I I'm still researching, but I'm looking at two specific ones which I'll be sharing in my post and my profile really soon. If you have any resources that I or any of our listeners could benefit from, please feel free to let me know. Um, Definitely, you know how to reach me, right? But yes, the more that we could help out each other, the better it is for everyone, right? So, Condolences to anyone who's going through the suffering. No one deserves to go through this pain and having to go through really such terrible, um, a terrible sense and no sense of security or safety because you're always on the lookout, right? It's not a good feeling. And so I hope that us being in, I'm not saying in a good situation because we are all going through this together as a world, right? But being in North America and being, we have to admit that we are in a better circumstance. So hopefully we can do what we can to help out 
for those people who are in need. And yeah, there's not much else for me to say, but let's help each other out, right? I really hope that we can help each other out. And yeah. But with that, we can dive into the purpose of our episode and hopefully we can learn from this together and find ways to thrive together and being kind. Like a kind world provides so much beauty and harvest. There's so much that we could all really enjoy if and when we're all giving and sharing because sharing is caring and I really believe that being raised in a family or in a household where everyone's just giving all the time and looking out for each other, which I'm grateful for. We're not perfect still, but I think I am super duper, I feel lucky and fortunate to be with parents who do not even question my intentions of receiving their love um, and never ask for anything in return. And it makes me want to give more and has taught me how to give, right? And so growing up in that kind of upbringing, we, we show that or we present that to our relationships outside of the family too, right? And I did find out that sometimes being nice can backfire. And after reflecting through it over the years, I would say, and now it's more ingrained in me to understand when being nice feels satisfying for me and for the people around me and because I can sense that as well. And disclaimer, again, I am still growing and this is something that I don't think I will ever master, but I know that I am improving on it and I'm progressing and I want to get better at it because I do want to be giving and I do want to be generous and share what I have and what I know to the world around me. I believe that sharing is definitely caring, 100%. However, there are limitations and I have found out that in certain scenarios, it does not feel satisfying or it doesn't feel like I have made an impact to myself and my, within me or towards other people because of these certain scenarios. These may be familiar to you or it may sound like something that you may have encountered. So I'll be curious to know what your thoughts are later on. So these are the two scenarios that I try my best to not partake in to be able to really thrive and enjoy kindness. When there is an expectation, when it feels like an obligation to be nice and to be kind, I have learned way long ago that I am not going to be nice or kind because I have to. I am nice and I am kind. It is a trait 
and it, it's not something it's not a skill or it's not something that I would have to do or, or a task I would say probably that's a better word to describe it it's not a task right I prefer that my kindness is something that is out of my heart out of my pure intent of just giving and helping out without asking anything in return and this goes both ways right for the other person for them to do a favor for you there is no obligation for for them to ask something in return and this is the tricky part, right? We want to create an ecosystem or of our community where everyone's giving because that's, if everyone is giving or when everyone is giving, everyone's growing and progressing because everyone's sharing their information and really evolving together, right? However, in the scenario where two, let's say two parties, say a friendship or a, um, an intimate relationship where the other person is only let's say um, saying yes to their partner or saying yes to their friend every single time because they just had to they feel like they're obligated to later on it would turn it would become a resentment I know that a hundred percent and I, I'm sure everyone or most people can attest that having a feeling of resentment is never a good feeling because it's so heavy. It's a heavy emotion to be carrying that resentment around you. And whenever you see that person or meet that person or even think of that person, you'd feel this sense of dissatisfaction and anger almost towards them and that's never a good feeling right and so that's why I made sure that I classify my kindness to a point where I know that I'm doing it out of genuine intent to help out without having to ask something in return and again of course I'm not perfect sometimes I do find myself oh I'm gonna find a way to build a stronger relationship initially in my career so that that would prove itself as a solid foundation in my future progression. So what that means is I do want to build rapport with my colleagues, with everyone at work, and just understand how they work and see how I can collaborate with them just so that when there is a project that I have to do or um, when there's a project, project that we would have to cooperate together with it'll be an easier interaction right it sounds like it's something that is transactional but when I and I thought about this I'm like I do I don't want to feel that way I don't want it to feel that I'm doing this so that in the future they could do that for me not exactly I think in the business environment it's slightly different I think that I'm giving to them as much as they are giving to me because I know that I'm helping them out as much as they're helping me out. So, right? 
maybe oh maybe a good example is when one you're in a relationship I've been in a relationship where I was I kept on giving because I wanted this person to give something back I really genuinely don't feel like this person is on the same page as me right I kept giving to a point where I just felt so depleted and resented this person and felt so bad because I was giving more than I should be I am capable of right and that's what I've learned that I have a threshold and I'm going to respect that threshold and what I do find is that when my partner has a threshold and they respect that too I respect them in return so win-win right so that is when nice feels satisfying when there's no expectation the second point is when it doesn't drain your energy and time to the point that you're feeling like you're being dragged around mindlessly, right? And this is a giving where there is not even an intent of wanting anything back. So it's not even transactional. It's just a martyr, right? Being a martyr of giving and giving and giving without really thinking about one's own health and needs or wants is just giving can be selfish too right it, it, it does feel good but it could also be some people do see it as being selfless because giving is an act of generosity right but if you think it in a way where if it's a mindless sense of um What's the word? Uh, I'm losing track. <laughs> or, or I can't find a word to describe it. Let me just uh, backtrack, okay? So, if and when we decide to give time and energy without consciously being aware of our needs and wants, that would deprecate our own energy and efforts and even taking care of ourselves, right? So that does not feel satisfying because maybe after five days of working from 8 a.m. to like 10 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, you're just out. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to hang out with your friends or family. You don't want to take care of yourself. Or maybe during the week, you don't even brush your teeth or you don't eat healthy food. And after a couple of weeks or even months or years of doing that, your body is going to pay for it. It's going to backfire. And I'm not saying it's going to be too late. It's never going to be too late to take care of yourself again. But that's not healthy. If you think about it, it's very toxic. It's like depleting the energy, depleting your batteries all the way to 0%. I know some people hate it when their battery goes below 30%. But it's the same concept, right? If you always keep letting your batteries on your phone die out to like 0%, like keep crashing it down every single time and overcharging it, right? Overcharging it charging it overnight, that's going to kill your phone. That's going to make your phone go cuckoo and like not work anymore. So it's similar. It's a similar idea with our bodies. If we keep 
damaging it, if we keep overworking and overburdening it, then what it's going to do is it's just going to keep crashing down until we reach this place where we need medicine to survive and to thrive in the world. That's not ideal and that's not sustainable, right? And not just for ourselves, but also the, the world. We, the world needs each and one of us. We all bring our own strengths and weaknesses into the universe. So if one of, one of us is lacking, that means a percent of the world or universe is lacking as well, right? So think of that. We want to give consciously and know when to give and when to lay back and learn how to take, right? So those are the two things that I did notice when niceness feels or kindness feels satisfying. When A, it is not transactional and B, when it is not a martyr act. Now, how do we enjoy being nice? We want to look at the other side of things, right? Being nice is such a beautiful feeling of contentment. It's peaceful and satisfying and just really energizing to know that you've given and you've shared a part of yourself to the world. It is a really sensational emotion right so i would not want to deprive you of that i don't want to deprive myself of that because i know that i love to give right but i do know that i want to be sustainable and i want to be a giver throughout my lifetime and how do i do that how do we do that together the first thing is being able to choose a decision versus spreading ourselves thin what does that mean? I would not want to hurt myself or others by trying to make everyone happy. Elaboration, please. <laughs> of course. This took me time to really understand myself as well. But what I'm trying to say is that saying no can be beneficial to you and to others. Knowing our priorities and commitments so other people can work on theirs too is magic. If you think of it this way, let's say tomorrow uh, you have three, there's three things that's lined up. Three favors are being asked of you. First is work needs you to work on this project for a client who's really, you know, who needs this to get done by tomorrow. Second is your friend is on her, um, your friend just broke up with her boyfriend and she's going through something really, really rough, right? And three, you have been rescheduling your salon appointment for the past eight months and your hair looks very frizzy and really dry and just doesn't look and feel well 
at all. So those are your three things that is going on all at the same time. So how can you make this work? We have to make a decision. I'm not saying to bail everything, but if you can choose your priority, then that would that would help you and help those three things, which is yourself, your work, and your friend. And maybe we can uh, we can also slide in a family commitment there. Maybe it's your your brother is moving out and needs some help in just stocking things up and moving things to their new place, right? So those are four commitments lined up for tomorrow. How do we address that? And these are things that you did find out two days ago. I know it's not straightforward. It's easier said than done for sure. But that is just a situation. How would you address that? I'm not saying that one is better than the other, no. But what I'm saying is that if, let's say, you choose to do all of that in one day, what could happen is your work would suffer because you're only giving 20-30% of your time and efforts and the project. And the client may not turn out to be satisfied because they feel like there's a lack of cooperation or just efforts that are needed to complete this project by tomorrow. Second, your friend would feel like you are not present with her when she's going through something really rough right now. She feels like you are just thinking about many things and not really listening, actively listening to her. And someone who has gone through a breakup, I think that's very important, knowing that there's an active listener, whoever that may be. The third is your self-care your hair it's frizzy it doesn't feel good it just is too much to handle if you go ahead and try to go into your apartment but uh, not apartment I'm sorry your appointment but is rushing back the the person who's Helping you groom your hair would not be able to, A, enjoy your experience. It doesn't really matter, actually. Um, they're probably, they, they would probably understand. But if you're rushing around, they wouldn't be able to style your hair properly or wash your hair properly if you need a wash and dry because you have a meeting, let's say, right? You're going to have to come out, uh, go out uh, again after that. Um, it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't come out well. Plus, you're paying what? $50 or $35 to $50 for that hair haircut. Who's winning in that scenario? Maybe the business because they still get that money. But you know what I mean, right? It's not a good experience for um, for a person who's cutting your hair. It's not a good experience for you because you feel like you just wasted your money and they feel like they couldn't give their best because you're just rushing to go home or go somewhere. Right. Last thing is your brother moving out. If you give like, let's say you give him like one to two hours because you're like, oh, I have like 
to do all these things and I can really only help out with for this much time do you think you can really help out like one to two hours of moving out stuff driving to the new place or walking to the new place and like bringing it down like how would that feel and your mind is also very distracted or you are very distracted your mind is everywhere how would that feel for your brother right so that's just an example that's an example and so with that being said in that case we would have to choose what we have to prioritize and I always believe that there is a choice that there is a way to um what's the word um to delegate tasks and I think that's very important we probably need an episode for that is knowing when to delegate tasks to who and when and how right sometimes we feel like we just want to do everything on our own and I do sense that with myself too even at the present moment um much better now than before but I still sense that and I find that I had to learn when, how, and who to trust with certain tasks in my life. And it's okay to do that. And the people who care about you, who you care about, would understand your scenario if you transparently communicate to them what is going on. Right? Which brings me to the second point. Which is transparency and respect. Know when to apologize and be grateful. Know when to say and how much to say and who to tell it to. Communication is key when it comes to being kind as well. Actions are at the very top for sure, most definitely. However, how you communicate to everything else around you. Because as adults, right, we do have growing commitments. We have a life that we have to juggle with our parents or our future children, our partner, our friendships, our work, our personal goals, our side hustles, our finances. There's just so many aspects of our lives that is continuously improving. Not, okay, improving ideally, but I mean evolving and transforming with time. And so knowing when to be, knowing how to communicate that and doing it in a respectful manner with the people around us is very important. Knowing when to apologize when you know that you wish you've done this and that you wish that you could show up this way but you couldn't is important knowing when to thank someone for their understanding and patience is also very significant the other day i got food delivered and i gave a note to just leave it at my door because i was working on something Right. And so I did see that the person has arrived and I just had to finish what I had to do. And after a couple of minutes, I went out to pick up the food. What I did find out is that he was still waiting for me. And I was like, um, oh, he didn't 
get my message. I didn't expect you to wait here. And he looked really confused and just tired. And I felt bad for him. But instead of saying I'm sorry, because we both knew that it was not really any of our faults, because he did mention that he lost battery power. I remember our conversation about having making sure to recharge your batteries from time to time. Basically, that conversation, I felt really bad for him. And instead of saying, I'm sorry, I wanted to thank him for showing up and for delivering my food, despite the fact that he his phone is not charged and that it was his first time in actually delivering through the app. And so it was tough. I felt really bad because I honestly like I didn't want to tip the person. I waited for 45 min uh 35 minutes, I believe then on top of that 25 or 30 minutes and I was hangry. I was really hangry. I was going to give him a dollar tip um but then after that conversation, I did realize that, you know what, I don't want to discourage him for forgetting something. And I'm sure that he did try his best and there might be just some weird circumstance that made him not charge his battery. But it's a lesson, right? It's a lesson learned on his end. I don't want to punish him for that. He did show up and he did deliver the food and all that. So I, you know, I increased my tip to $3. And I hope that that I don't I don't I didn't expect him to be motivated from it. But I I just hope that he would still try it out and not make this first experience as the last experience for himself. So yes, I do find that in these circumstances, I would want to say thank you and not I'm sorry. I want to make sure that I am grateful for them to show up. Similarly, if I accidentally or if someone gave way to me, I would not say, sometimes I still do to be honest, it's a Canadian thing. <laughs> um, but what I mean is that instead of saying I'm sorry to the person who gave way for me to pass through, I do say thank you. And it, it just feels better for both parties. I find, yeah, so that was my experience. And I hope that that was a good example to give you some clarity on my message. Third point that we have here is how do you enjoy being nice as well <laughs> or kind i've mentioned this already in my in the initial part of this episode but yes do it with genuine intent openly being kind and nice being conscious about it and to not make others want to like us growing up knowing that I I was a people pleaser and I feel like sometimes I still am projecting that because I used to be that person 
um, can be tough and I'm still working through that, right? I'm just generally a very flexible, adaptable, agreeable, and open person. So if I know that I can work on something, I would say yes. But what I've learned is I, I have to do it with genuine intent, right? I don't want to do it so that someone would like me. Definitely not. Not in that space anymore. But when do I say yes and when do I say not yet or maybe later or state a time frame, right? I am being very, very mindful whenever I say yes to a favor or whenever I help out. Because I want it to be a good experience for both parties or for the people who are involved. It's a process for everybody, right? Everyone's different. And so if your personality um, conflicts with another person, if there's tension, that's fine. It's normal. Nothing wrong with that. It's more of how do you navigate in that kind of dynamic and finding a place where both of you would be interdependent and communicate in a way that feels good for both of you, right? Which brings us to the very last point. Being kind with moderation and boundaries. So I think this is somewhat related to everything that we've talked about, right? Knowing that our time is not renewable, non-renewable, so is our energy. We can only give so much and we want to do it consciously and intent intentionally, right? Now, uh, this does not go with, of course, the smaller things that happen on a day-to-day basis, helping out someone if they're having a hard time opening the doors because they're carrying so many things, right? Asking um, a friend if they're okay. Those are small things that we can do without having to think too much about it. What we're really talking about now is our bigger responsibilities in life as we go get older and get to uh, take on more in our lives, career-wise, health-wise, personal-wise, professional, finance, all aspects of our lives because really growing up it's just fun it's great it's so exciting because there's just so many things that we could discover but at the same time because it's so much we want to make sure that we are able to make use of our energy and time very effectively right everyone wins at the end of the day if we do that um a friend of mine and I don't know if she's listening, if she's going to be listening to this podcast, but the other time we were just walking around and she did mention twice that she doesn't know how some people can manage having a family, having a career, having a side hustle, having a dog, having a home mortgage, having a car. It's just so many things, right? But then just recently, I, I, I was really thinking about it too. I realized that some people make it work because they want to, right? Some people are kind and are giving because they want to be. Some people 
want to achieve many um, aspirations in their lives and try out different interests in the world because they want to. Okay? It's the willingness that counts. It's the willingness that counts. And so I want to end this episode with a few takeaways. Right. Niceness and kindness is a beautiful, beautiful act. And if we're able to do it with no expectation and without draining ourselves to nothing, <laughs> right, then we're able to enjoy it in a way that we could give more to not just ourselves, but also to other people, right? And how do we do that is being able to choose a decision and know our priorities. And second, being transparent and respectful in how we communicate that with the people around us, right? As well as doing those favors or doing acting with genuine intent to help. And lastly, knowing the importance of moderation and boundaries. And that's it. I had so much fun recording this. I am a huge believer that kindness really is the best feeling in the world. More than love, I would say, kindness, respect, trust, and love. Love, we can love many things. This is a whole new episode. I won't dive into it. It's a can of worms. <laughs> Let's not do that. But what I'm just saying is that being kind, and I'm not saying polite. Polite is a different thing, right? Being kind has its own caveat, but being kind and just showing so much, being able to have that giving nature is really, really great especially if you're around people who are also givers. So take these into consideration, sink, digest into the content that you've just listened to. But yes, I just wanted to say that I really enjoyed recording this and talking about this. I hope that you enjoyed listening to it too and I hope that it could be a conversation with your peers or your family even with yourself and your journals after listening to this. And that's it on my end. I hope that you're staying safe and staying sane, staying healthy as much as possible. Take care of yourselves and let's look out for one another. But for now, if you want to reach out to me and find out more about my love of nature and writing, you can find me and IG at name is Chrissy for now. And you can reach out to me at momentswithchrissy at gmail.com. That's it. And have a wonderful day wherever you are. Thank you. Take care and talk soon.